0: Hello. How is everybody? I'm back with the podcast. This week, I feel like I haven't recorded in forever, so I'm really sorry. Um but today we have self-defense tips coming in hot. Um I'm sure y'all are ready for this because you know these are going to be some weird ones and if you follow me on any social media, you probably know I quite literally put myself in situations to be stolen, murdered, sex trafficked, like, you know, just about anything quite often. Um and I've survived all of them, so I mean, I'm doing something right, right? Um but yeah. So I think in the title of this I I'm going to put um, like, something about self-defense tips, and then put, like, with karate or with or by karate, Um, but I just wanted to shout out my friend Hayden. He has been really wanting me to do this topic, so shout out, Hayden. Um, you're finally getting your karate self-defense tips. Um, Yeah, I have introduced myself to people like to guys at bars and stuff I've introduced myself as karate like acting like that was my literal name and it's just been really fun to experience that little nickname I gave myself um and everybody cracks up when I tell them I'm kidding and my real name is actually Kara but um and then sometimes I don't even tell them I just they think that they met a girl named karate so that's kind of cool but yeah so um a little bit of an update in my life I'm finally on the up and up I was on the down and down for a few weeks um I really don't know what's wrong but I'm sure I'll do an episode like talking about getting into it a little bit more but basically my life is awesome and I just create dumb scenarios in my head to destroy my heart and destroy my mind and I'm terrible at overthinking and telling myself lies about myself so um I'll probably do an episode on that but all you need to know is love my life I'm finally letting myself like love my life love myself I love all the people in it you know it's summer. I'm vibing. It's just, I'm finally happy. So, there we go. Um, This week's song on repeat is I Love You's by Haley Steinfeld. It, this is like one of my favorite songs ever. Which I'm sure I say that about every song. But I freaking love this song. It is so good. Especially if you've like you know, just gone out of a relationship or something. I'm trying to get to the lyrics. I mean, the whole point of the song is, like, no more I love you's until I'm okay. Like, you need to heal, you know? Um, Which, yeah, I'm still needing that. And then also, there's one part that I really like. Oh, in one of the verses, it says, and I'll buy myself flowers, and then when they die, I'll be happy that they got me through. And I just love that. So, yeah, listen to that song. It's freaking, oh my gosh, I love that song. Um, there's a few other songs on that album or EP of hers that I really like. I think Wrong Direction and I Hate Your Name or, no, Your Name Hurts. Those other two are really good. Um. Yeah, so that's the song on repeat. And then, yeah, that's really all I got so I guess we'll just dive in. Um, Self-defense, <laughs> I put, okay, so we're doing self-defense like tips that from me, ones you might have not heard of, you know, some really weird ones because I'm very interesting, Um, and then <laughs> whenever I was looking up um, to do this episode like a few months ago, this was already on my topics list, but I looked up on the internet, I was like, self-defense mechanisms just to like look up a few I honestly didn't even like look up any of these these are all mine and then I'm gonna look up at the end of this self-defense tips and just name off some actual ones um that are on the internet so I just thought that was funny that I put self-defense mechanisms instead of like like I don't even know really what I don't know it's something about psychology but anyways um so yeah, we'll dive in. So unfortunately, a lot of these, or maybe not a lot of them, but a few of them, I don't even know if they would actually work in like self-defense situations Um, since I, have, I haven't had to actually use them before. But I mean, I would say like if I could get a volunteer of like a murder or, you know, a dangerous person then let me know like if it would work or not but then you would have to tell me that you're a murderer and I don't think that's ever gonna happen so um we'll we just won't know till you know I'm in a situation where I have to use them so I guess I'll let you know if I'm if I survive the situation which I should because all my tips are great I feel like so I guess we'll just see Okay, so starting out, we got, we got a good one. And the first one is barking. Yes, you did hear that right. Like a dog barking. Wow, I feel like I'm yelling. Also, I'm recording in my room. um. So if it's echoey, I'm sorry, I just didn't want to be in the closet today. So, um. but yes, barking like a dog. So if you are This is one of the ones where, like, you literally need to be in this situation. Like, don't just be barking at, like, a creepy man that you, like, walk past. He's just, like, kind of awkward. Don't bark at him, maybe. But, like, when you're actually in the situation, they're, like, trying to shove you in a car or, you know, somebody, like, tries to take you. I don't know. Just, like, look at them with literally eyes of freaking you're like eyes that you're gonna murder them really scary eyes give them those and then bark at them insanely loud and weird and like a big old dog bark at them there's no way that they at least won't be caught off guard you can't tell me wait maybe i should like call up like in the prison Ooh, i could you could actually call prisoners And, like, ask the murderers or, you know, kidnappers if, you know, ask them these questions and be like, okay, what would you do if they would have barked at you? Like, would you have taken them or would you have been like, I don't want to deal with her? So, anyways. So, yeah, barking, definitely on my list to do. Number two, we got walking slash running weird. And by this, I mean... This is when, so, like, if you feel like you're about to be taken and, like, this, these guys are coming towards you or something and you have to, like, get away from them or come at them, huh, maybe you could come at them, um, like, walk really weird, like, really funky or run, like, really weird, like, big old limps and, like, you know, arms out, fl- flailing about And just make a whole bunch of weird sounds. You could bark as well while you're doing all that. Um, And then the next one, number three, is talking weird. So this is more like whenever you get taken, probably. This is when you're, like, in the backseat. And, like, you're trying to annoy the crap out of them so that they drop you off somewhere. And they won't take you. But talk, like, the weirdest voice that you can possibly think of and the make the weirdest face you can and just like just look them dead in the eye and just start being the most annoying person you can possibly be weirdest voice you can think of and just talk so weird like that you're like possessed and like like they are going to want to drop you off no doubt about it um And I would tell you I would give you an example of a weird voice or a few of them, but I really don't want to lose my followers. So or my listeners. So I'm not going to do that yet, but maybe eventually. Okay, number four. Do the ultimate punch. That is off of hot rod. (laughs) Maybe don't tell them maybe don't announce that you're doing the ultimate punch when you're doing it because they might know what it is you know um but yeah it's where you like you double punch with both arms obviously while you kick with one of your legs like they can't defend all three like I know that you know that so like why not try it it feels weird. It's very awkward. I would probably try it on somebody you're kind of annoyed at, maybe a brother, sister, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Maybe try it out (laughs) and see, but you can't defend it. One of my brothers, I didn't even know this was off a movie until like like a few months ago, probably. And I just remember, like, in middle school or something, my older brother's friend would always do it to my brother and, like, in their friend group, and so my older brother started doing it to us at home, and he was like, yeah, Mark always does that, and I was like, okay, that's literally so cool, so that might work as well. Okay, the next few, I would say, are probably ones that you have probably heard of, but obviously biting you better bite the crap out of them um aim for the privates obviously always lock the door like literally right when you get in it I have created a habit of right whenever I like actually while it's still open I hit the lock button close the door everything's locked I'm like I'm not letting you get me and especially if you're by yourself, like only hit the unlock button once if you're by yourself, because then it'll only unlock your driver's side door. I'm sure everybody knows that. But like, I make sure I always do that just to, you know, be quick with it. Look around at all times. Like, I don't care. Like, who cares if it looks weird? Anytime I'm on a walk, Like, and I'm I'm in a pretty safe area. Like, I've never really well, that's a lie. I'll tell that story here in a little bit. But, um, I'm in a pretty safe area. I don't really feel in danger at all when I'm walking around, like where my apartment area is, and um, but I'm literally always like checking around me, making sure nobody's like following me. Like, I always turn around after a little bit because I usually have headphones in. I mean, they're talking on the phone or listening to music while I'm walking so I always have my headphones in so I can't really hear anything going around going on around me so like I use my sight instead of my hearing but yeah I'm just always very aware who and what is around me so like this one time um and I don't like I probably look really stupid to people like when I'm walking past their apartments and they see me like turn around and there's literally nobody there. Um, but better safe than sorry, right? One time I was walking around at my apartment, which I don't really walk near my apartment, I walk at the other apartments because they have like more sidewalks and you know, big bigger view. And so there's this one part of the apartment complex where I walk. It's like a larger sidewalk behind. And so I will walk back there. It's like around the side and then you go back. And it's like near a construction site kind of. So there's like a fence and then there's apartment buildings on the other side. So it's not an alleyway, but like it is kind of like out of sight of a lot of apartments. So yeah, So, like, if you're back there and people come from the other way, like, you could sprint the opposite way. But it's, like, there's not as many people. So, I always call it the alleyway, but it's not actually an alleyway. But anyways, I'll walk back there sometimes. And gosh, why am I all worked up? (laughs) And so, one time I was walking back there. I don't even know if, I don't think I was on a, I might have been on the phone with my mom or maybe I was just listening to music. I can't remember, but I was starting to walk. I was getting close to the corner, starting to walk. And I always smiled at people whenever I walked by them. Um, just like, you know, glance up, soft smile, walk past. Um, and usually if they have a dog, I'll like, hi, like, you know, the normal. So there was this guy, um, he was walking, didn't have a dog or anything, but he's walking towards me and we were just gonna like cross paths obviously and so I looked up at him kind of smiled and I saw he was like trying to say something to me so I like paused my music or like would whoever was on the phone with me like obviously stopped talking to them and took my headphone out and I was like what and he was like you are gorgeous or said something I don't even know beautiful eyes who would call my eyes beautiful but um he he said something about like Me being beautiful, I don't know. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I was just like, his eyes were so creepy. He, I got the weirdest, like, weirdest little pit in my stomach that, like, whenever I looked into his eyes, I was like, oh God. I was like, this is, he's like, seems really creepy. Like, he, he might have been fine, normal guy, whatever, just being nice. Like, he wasn't being mean or anything. But I just got really creepy vibes from him. And so and I was back in that like alleyway, like not a lot of people around. So it's just like, oh, thanks. And then like he said something like maybe have a good day or he like turned around while I was still walking the opposite direction of him, turned around and was still saying something to me. And I was like, yeah, you have a great day. Bye. And then I like just was speed walking around and did not go back there. The rest of that day, I kind of just, like, went home, but, like, or went back towards my apartment. But, you know, I was looking back the whole time, making sure he wasn't following me, all this stuff. And and it's, like, kind of by a factory. So, like, there's always random cars parked and people, you know. So, I'm just really aware of, like, who's around and who's following me and stuff. And so, that was one of the instances. You just kind of get a feeling a little vibe, and then you just got to go, but be nice to them. If they are saying anything to you, whatever, it's like, um, be nice and then just get the hell out of there because if you're, like, super mean to them and, like, rude and they did have the, um, they had the urge to take you and murder you or put you into sex trafficking, um, that I feel like they would rather take a rude person that was mean to them than someone who is kind you know so I'm always trying to be nice um be nice it could literally save your life like there are so many times in like Ubers and places you know that I'm like super nice to people and well I'm nice to people all the time or try to be but like I'll talk to him and even if I feel a little creeped out like I'll still talk to him, be nice to him, everything and then leave and everything's good to go. But it's like I've could have gotten murdered or sex trafficked and then maybe just because I was nice to them and asked them questions about their life and, you know, whatever, showed them there were good people in the world, I could have saved my life. Who knows? So, just be nice. I mean, you know when to turn mean. That's, <laughs> you should know when. But, yeah, just, like, get out of there if you're feeling unsafe. The other time that I kind of felt weird around here was, um, so I start at my apartment, go walking. Then I hit the other apartment. And there's cars lined up on the side of the road. of like on one side of the sidewalk and I'm walking on it and I'm really not that far from my apartment at all. And there's this like red car parked and it's like not a trashy car, but you know, a car. <laughs> it's a red car. And there's just one guy sitting in it and he's like staring at me. You know, you get you get the vibe. It's like kind of weird. You're like, okay. And so I just, I make sure he knows that I can see him. So I just look at him and kept walking, acted like nothing was going on. And then as I passed him, got a little further away, I like looked back, making sure nobody was like getting out of the car to come kill me. Um, And so I kept walking, but I just kept having this weird feeling the whole time I was walking that day. I was like looking around, making sure I didn't see the red car or see him following me around or anything. And then whenever I got back, I waited a little bit, like walked around for a while and then got back to see if the red car was still there. And it was. And I think I saw like the taillights were still on. So I was like, okay, he's still in it. And so I, I like didn't walk back that way. I walked, I went way out of my way to go on the other side to get back to my apartment. And like, I had plans like of action, like if he saw me walking that way, like, and he backed up and tried to follow me around, like, I am I live, like, in front of a, like, parking garage thing and you can only go in one way. And if you try to go in the other, then your tires will get flat, like, they'll get flattened. <laughs> they, there's, like, metal things sticking up. So they'll get destroyed, basically, if they come in that way. So I just had in my head, I was like, if he comes this way, I'm running in that way to the parking garage because he can't get in that way. And then I'll just sprint to whatever, whoever apartment I can. Um, and there's like buildings around. So, yeah, I had it all planned out and there was probably nothing wrong with the man, like nothing. But it's better to be safe than sorry. I got I got back to my apartment without him seeing me go in to where I lived and all this stuff so I don't know if he had a plan of taking me that day or why he was still in his car and why he had creepy vibes written all over him but you know it's better to do that like that literally you know I might have been a little paranoid I don't know but it's better to do that than not be worried about it and go back the other way and then something does happen so and then I would have to use my barking and talking and running and biting and all that stuff on him and I'd rather not get to that point but um so back to the like making eye contact so anytime I go into a store or restaurant or wherever and I'm like by myself or I guess even if I'm with people whatever I always am like checking to see if anybody's following me. Um I'm always aware like who's around. And because you always hear about people in aisles and then they're like, okay, that guy just walked past and then he came back and like he doesn't even have a cart. And then he like followed me to like every aisle and it was just weird. And so I'm always aware of that. But I feel like I've done this a few times. Um when I'm at a store or wherever and I see like if I kind of see like what could be a creepy man or you know there's girls out there too that work for the men um (laughs) that literally try to lure you in so always be aware of the women too but I always make eye contact with them you can't they can smell the fear on you for sure it's like a is it a bear you're not supposed to show fear I don't know, but I do it with humans, too. I'm like, um, no, sir, I'm going to be your ass if you come towards me. Um, So I look at them and I it depends on the day and depends what they do back. But if they're kind of acting sketch, I like just look up at them, make sure they see my face. Like I look at them for a while until they make eye contact with me. But usually they're already staring at me. So I look at them and just like RBF. Resting bitch face right at them. You better let them know that they are seen by you and you're ready to pound them. So don't show any fear. And then what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh, so yeah, I make eye contact with them, resting bitch face all the time. And whenever I'm on my walks, so I say that I always um like look up and smile at the person and then keep walking. Okay, if I'm not walking, like, if the person is not on the sidewalk with me, there's a lot of people, like, their dog's pooping on the side, or they're getting out of the cars, or whatever, and they're not physically walking, like, on the sidewalk where I'm, like, gonna look up at them and see them. Um, I, then I'm just kind of, like, looking ahead, and here's one of my tips, is walking... Um, I don't even know the word that I'm trying to say, but kind of walking like a gangster, like where you can, you feel, I don't know, maybe I just look weird when I'm walking like that, but you kind of like sway back and forth and you're like walking like a badass, basically, like where they would see you and be like, okay, yeah, don't mess with her. Like she's, she can swing on me for sure. Like, I don't know. I just kind of put a little like not limp into it, not literally like limping around, but I don't know, like swaying back and forth, but like having, I don't even know what I'm saying. Basically just walking like a badass. (laughs) That's all I know how to, okay, wait, I just thought of it. Okay. So I kind of like walk with like posture. My posture is like up and like my shoulders are like back and then like my head is kind of up, you know? Like, how you're, like, walking and, like, you can tell that person's, like, really confident and, like, aware of their surroundings. Like, if you're, like, looking down at your phone and, like, your head's down the whole time, it's, like, yeah, you're an easy target. But, yeah, I make sure people know. I can see them and I'm aware of my surroundings. So, yeah. I don't know if that's the last one of mine, I believe. But, yeah. So... Okay, now we're going to move on to, okay, so I just looked up just self-defense tips on Google. And it looks like the first thing that popped up is just a website. Oh, the ucdc.edu. And it's 10 self-defense strategies everyone needs to know to to survive. Okay, so I'm just going to read these off because well, you need to be educated at least a little bit by an actual source because self-defense is actually really important. So maybe barking isn't, you know, recommended by everybody, but I'm just giving you extra ideas. So number one, trust your instincts. Too many women enroll in a self-defense class after they've been assaulted. Okay, I'm not reading that part. You can go and look at it if you want to, but one, trust your instincts. Two, practice target denial. Don't make yourself an accessible target. Number three, present yourself with confidence. Boom, I said that. Four, set strong verbal boundaries. Good verbal skills are effective self-defense tool. One, you're likely to use more frequently and successfully than any physical technique. When a predator engages you in conversation, he's actually interviewing you. Oh, to see if you'll... Make a good victim. An experienced attacker is practiced at using his words to freeze you with fear, thus reducing the chance that you'll try to defend yourself. Although an aggressive verbal confrontation can be terrifying, you have to be strong enough to show the attacker he's picked the wrong victim. If you stand tall, reclaim, remain calm, and respond confidently and assertively, you'll probably fail his interview. The power of your voice alone can cause him to seek an easier target. Okay. So I have some stuff to say about that. So I said, be nice, but yes, I definitely agree. Like be very strong in your words because like I said, they can pick fear out of people. Like they can tell I'm a really good, like under pressure person. So I, I'm pretty sure I come off pretty confident even when I'm like kind of scared. Um, So, like, when that guy was talking to me and he said, you're gorgeous. Uh, Well, I guess that wouldn't be scary anyways. But since I kept walking and I was like, yeah, thanks. Have a great day, too. And, like, I was looking at him. I wasn't acting scared. Um, Like, I think that's so true. I feel like they really do. It's kind of like an interview. Um, If they say something to you and then you're, like, super – not soft, but – timid if you're super timid, like you might be an easier target so just just try to remain calm and confident in what you're saying and then just get out you know um, Number five maintain a non-confrontational stance. In a self-defense situation one of your secret weapons is the element of sur- of surprise. Most predators feel confident that you won't defend yourself and you should capitalize on that misconception. If you assume a martial arts stance, it immediately tells the attacker that you know how to fight. In response, he'll likely be more aggressive. Wait, what? He's likely to be more aggressive? I'm confused. Oh. Instead, use a confident, relaxed stance in which your hips and shoulders are forward. Your arms are bent. Your hands are up and open. The consolatory posture may mislead the attacker into thinking you're willing to comply. If it becomes necessary for you to strike, you probably won't be prepared for it. Oh, that's interesting. It's saying to act like you don't know how to fight. That's interesting. So, okay, so be confident, but just kind of be relaxed. Like, kind of act like you don't know it's coming. Okay, I guess I kind of do that because I'm not, like, you know, have my fist up ready to go. But I am, like, confident. And it, so it probably looks like I might be easy to attack, but I'm actually like ready to go. OK, I guess that makes sense. I like how I said I wasn't going to read the paragraphs, but now I am. Number six, keep a safe distance. Everyone has a comfort zone or personal space. When an aggressor enters that zone, you're uncomfortable because, you know, you'd need that space if you had to fight back. When you're in an adrenalized state, you need a quarter of a second to re- react to an assault. This reactionary gap should be anticipated when you think about your comfort zone. You should try to maintain approximately one to one and a half arm lengths between yourself and the aggressor. If he starts closing in, you need to use verbal boundaries. If he still doesn't back off, it's time to get physical. Yeah. I've never... hmm, I'm trying to think. I've never physically... Unless I was in a car or a house I've never physically been like in that situation I mean I guess the guy on the walk was really close to me but I kept walking you know so but he he did kind of stop me and so I stopped but I just kind of kept moving a little bit as I went I don't know uh number seven use the element of surprise Most predators assume you cannot defend yourself, therefore you should take advantage of the element of surprise. If you're engaged in a conversation, you have the opportunity to use verbal skills and non-confrontational stance to entice the aggressor into dropping his guard. If you're grabbed from behind, you must respond immediately. In either case, putting up a fight can surprise him and increase your chance of landing the first blow. Oh man. Oh, I don't even want to get taken or get have to use this stuff but i just really want to know if it would if the stuff would work okay number eight keep your techniques simple one of the main effects of an adrenaline release is the loss of fine motor skills that means simple gestures such as unlacing your fingers or pulling your hands out of your pockets can be can become much more challenging and the odds of your executing a beautiful joint lock or high kick rapidly dwindle. No matter which martial art you practice, learn techniques that techniques that are basic and stick with them in a self-defense scenario. I recommend the following: heel palm strike, which it looks like you just put the palm in their face. He gets it right in the face. Okay, an eye strike. Ooh, have your fingers pointed. Oh, nice. Go for the eyes. I forgot to say that. The knee strike. Okay. You just kind of hit their knee or no, you use your knee to hit them. Okay. Oh, another one that I was going to say this isn't on this thingy, but is to, well, I don't really even know if it works, but if you're a girl, well, I guess if you're a guy too, but if you're a girl and you have like pepper spray, I heard, that pepper spray doesn't actually shoot as far um as far as like wasp spray or like some type of like insect killer spray so i'm like i wonder if i could get like a little tiny spray bottle that i could put the wasp spray in there because I, I don't even have a pepper spray thingy i did have a keychain i can't remember I think it's called a ring or a birdie, I don't know. I always get it confused. I always forget what it's called. But my friend gave it to me, such a great gift, cuz I always go on my walks and I brought it with my keys and it like you pull on it and then it gets it goes and it just increasingly gets louder and louder and like people are supposed to start looking around and like you're in danger, you know. Um and then you just put it back on to shut it up if You know, you're actually not in danger. And, but yeah, it like started just going off randomly in my house. So now it's not on my keys anymore because I'm like, why are you just randomly going off at work? I'm not even touching it. And it like makes the. And I'm like, okay, sir. So I don't know what's wrong with it, but really great gift though. But yeah, I can't decide if I should get pepper spray. I don't know. I might just use my physical, physical, whatever, fighting skills. Um, oh, I was gonna say that you they also say to like put your keys in between your fists whenever you're walking to your car. Um, which I guess could definitely work, but I feel like a lot of keys nowadays are like the flippy ones where they're like shut in and then you have to click the button to have them out and like they're really flimsy so I'm like I don't know how well that would work but like the actual keys like if you have like you know your house key or apartment key or whatever on there those are more stable and then I guess I don't know what to tell you if you have like a remote start that just has a thingy don't know what to tell you but okay number nine on this list Don't panic if you're knocked down. Oh, this is like getting physical. Okay. More often than not, women end up on the ground. Why is this all about women? I mean, I understand, but women end up on the ground when they're assaulted. The good news is that most assailants assailants, are not skilled ground fighters. They're They're bullies who are used to knocking women down and forcing them to comply. Remember that the heel, palm strike, and eye strike work well on the ground. It's a good idea to have a few kicks that work there as well. In particular, the side thrust kick functions in a variety of scenarios. If you're on the ground and your assault, or why is it calling that, and your assailant is standing, it gives you an advantage because your legs are longer than his arms. That means he'll have to expose his body to your kick if he wants to reach you. Ooh, very Nice knee strikes also function effectively on the ground while you struggle with your attacker he probably won't protect his groin once you see an opening get close enough to strike upward into his crotch yeah have you ever seen a man get hit in the balls they are out for days (laughs) for days so definitely go for the groin area or the crotch whatever i think it'd be kind of fun Like, I mean, if they're like an actual attacker, (laughs) I think it'd be kind of fun to do that. Okay, number 10, follow through. The fight isn't over until the threat no longer exists. Therefore, you must be 110% committed to the battle. If you fight back and then pause, you give up the initial advantage you gained from using the element of surprise. Once your opponent knows you can fight, it becomes more difficult for you to prevail. To survive, you must continue your barrage until it's safe to stop striking and escape. Okay, so these are literal attacks, which I guess is technically what a what self-defense is. But yeah, okay, well, that's all I have. Oh, I know one of mine. Um, Also, go for the nose because I have broken my nose and it is not a fun pain to go through. So definitely give them a bloody nose if you can. Um, and also learn how to punch because you don't want to like break your hand, you know. So yeah, I guess that's all I got for you. I hope that was decent enough. (laughs) Like, hope at least you got one one good old self-defense tip in there. But yeah, as a person who literally puts themselves in dangerous situations, um, And I've survived them all. I just say you should probably trust me on this. I'm just saying. But I have a great track record with it. So, but I have never had to use a lot of these. So, I'll just let you know if I ever do. And if I survive it, I'll let you know if it worked. Yeah, that is all I have for you today. Sorry about the um, schedule of this podcast. I'm sorry. I have trouble. I really do. I have trouble keeping, staying on track, but I'll get there. At least I'm trying. That's all I can do is try my best. So I'll get better, but love you guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to give the rate or give me a rate and review five stars, please and oh also read a review the other day literally so kind thank you whoever you are so nice I don't know who you are but that was just I'm in love with you so if you want to make make a girl happy or you know support me in whatever way you can go follow the instagram and follow the show on Spotify or Apple music or not Apple music, Apple podcasts. So yeah, just thanks for everything you guys do for me. Um, I'm probably going to do another giveaway this week or next. So be looking out for that on my, on the Instagram. So yeah, love you guys. Have a great week and I'll see you guys next week. It's all and Tim, baby. Bye.